Hey guys, it's Giselle from Asian Pop Weekly. You're listening to Everywhere and Nowhere on Indigo. Hi Yunang, welcome to Everywhere and Nowhere. I'm so excited to have you on the show. I, I know we talked about this before and I always wanted to have you as the guest. So we're very excited to have you as the founder of Fresh Music Awards with us today. Can you please introduce yourself to our audiences? Hi, I'm Yunang from Fresh Music. And yeah, it's a local music review site, but that doesn't just focus on um, local albums. I would say quite regional or Asian, but mainly Chinese artists. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. And I'm pretty nervous because English is really <laughs> yes, not my... Yes, yeah, he's just... great in Chinese. He is a Chinese journalist and used to be a Mandarin teacher, right? Yes. Yeah, so he's great in Chinese. This is his first time stepping up his comfort zone just for us. Yeah. Very so if, if, you, if you hear some Chinese words coming out, right? Because like, I just cannot find English okay. words. It's okay. Yeah. I, will, I will translate for you. <laughs> okay. okay, so the reason why I wanted to get you on the show is because obviously this year Asian Pop Weekly was involved again as the Fresh Music Awards judging panel. And I know how much work you've put into Fresh Music. This is your 16th year running Fresh Music, even longer than Asian Pop Weekly. I'm always like the oldest one, you know, like we've run it for like 13 years. But you've been running this for 16 years. And every year I know how much effort you put in into listening through all the songs sifting through the songs putting together the shortlist getting the judging panel and then facilitating the judges as they go through and listen to the songs and select the songs and of course putting together like the entire award ceremony so I was like this year I want you to tell me (laughs) who you would pick because I feel like you give everyone this platform but you always stay at the back yeah. And I was like, I want to know what Yunnan thinks, what his picks are for each of the Fresh Music Awards categories. So you have very nicely curated this list for us. And we're going to go through during this show and listen to one song that you've picked from each of these categories and talk about them. It's my honor to do this, man. <laughs> Yay! Your first pick, which was Page Two for the best single of the year. She is an amazing harpist and but an unconventional choice given some of the bigger, like more interesting tracks that were in the nominations list this year. If you just look at the results, so the song of the year went to Ampu. Okay, to how the Shugong that song. Yes. But uh you're gonna let me choose. Of course the the the, the winner also resonates very well with me. Mm. But I, I will want to choose a song that that has a lot of a story behind which everyone no matter who you are just look at the lyrics yes. you will know what this person is going through yes. I want something more layman yes. yeah and I think it voluntary if I just works because it's about how she faced the big twist in life when she realised that she has breast cancer mm-hmm. yeah yeah, and I think it's such a beautiful song like written very vulnerably in English as well but even though it's in English I think Chinese audiences like Mandarin audiences everywhere still resonate so well with it it's written very simply very beautifully but in such a straightforward like honest way you cannot help but like yeah very importantly for music awards right if I take away the lyrics just by listening Mm. to the music arrangement yes can you feel the emotions the tensions yes yes Yes. and this song does it yes Yes. I think for me because as I've been a judge for three years um, I feel that sometimes you have so many songs that you are listening to at the end of the day you are just looking for like what is going to stand out to you you have to like kind of to an extent trust your intuition and your experience and just let the song like speak to you and I felt that for this song as well yep. yeah Anno Chung's song that you chose for the top 
album out of the top 10 albums. Her album is called Mercury Retrograde and the song that you picked was one called Daughters featuring Chun Ho. So what do you think sets this album apart from other dialect albums? Because this album is in Hokkien, right? Yeah. So I, I can't really speak Hokkien or whatever. Yes, okay, I, yeah, me it, neither. Yeah, in Taiwan, they call it Thai Yu. It's, mm. it's the Taiwanese language. Mm. Uh, well, I think the most interesting part of this album is for you know, she, she doesn't she doesn't really speak Taiwanese Hokkien mm. language well as well. Yeah. So this is her trying to pick up this language, to understand this language and how to use this language to communicate via music. And mm-hmm. this whole process, and there are even songs in that album like Ren Wu Hershe Hui Yu, you know, how do we, you know, learn to communicate and how do we learn a language. So with all this, right, I, I feel like this is a very fresh approach on mm-hmm. doing a dialect album. Because you know, a lot of the time dialect albums, yes. right? You, it's it has been done. Who, yeah. Um, yeah. People who are really very familiar with language, they know how to do it. It's just that they're trying to explore new ways. Now, this someone who is not really familiar with it, she's going to have a new take on it. And I think this fresh take is what really, wow, and like that one. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. there were some elbows in the past, right? Yes. That they tried to hide. Yes. Yeah, I yes. think I think she got a very nice, delicate balance of this. Yeah, I think um, if you even if we're looking at fresh music, not just fresh music awards, but also like the Golden Melody Awards, you see this trend every single year. It's kind of seems like the Hakka or like the Taiwanese dialect awards is like an easy category for like pop artists to get the award because they just go in with like their very professional singing approaches, like high quality production value. It's a very rational, strategic choice. They're like, oh, I'm just going to do like a Hokkien album, but in R and B because no one has ever done that because everyone who does these are like conventional like like I don't know like seal bags so like it's yeah. kind of been done before yes. but as you said like I think that she has a new approach and same with like Apao yeah. You know, Appa with her like mm. Kinakayan album yes. and like using the Aboriginal language. She is also not someone who's very familiar with the language. But I think it's not just about having a different point of view. I think it's having a very well considered point of view. And the hearts must be really genuine. Yes. Yes, because sometimes if you are not sincere enough, right? We can hear it. Yeah. We can feel it. Yeah. So this sincerity really matters. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So the best male artist you chose Confidence by Kuma Chan from his pro album. And for the female artist, this is a very interesting choice. You chose The Monster in Me by Lisa Jati from her Ripple Effect album. So I wanted to go into the Lisa Jati choice because I think a lot of people are not familiar with who she is. Yeah. But I know that you've seen something special. So I just wanted to know, like, what did you see in her? So Lisa Jati, she has been in the industry for over 20 years. A lot of industry people know her because she is the backup vocalist for so many albums you can think of, so many concerts, you know, all the big stars, all mm-hmm. the A-liners, including Eric Chow and all this. Mm-hmm. Okay, she's very well respected in the industry. But now back to her as a singer. Okay, so she's tw- around 20 years, but two old years, two old three, two old, two, old, two I forgot. You know, she mm-hmm. had her first album. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then she was nominated in the Golden Melody Awards. But you know, at that time she wasn't doing mu- yeah, music that she really mm-hmm. wants to do. Somewhere in the middle line, okay, last night. Yeah. But you know, over these 20 years, she really, you know, it, it, it takes like many, many years to wait for her to release one album. Yeah. You need to wait like 10 years, 8 years, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Like so this album, Ripple Effect, okay, I, I think the most interesting thing is, um, it's all about, you know, since we talk about Ripple, mm-hmm. water, okay? Mm-hmm. So it's about different shades of water and how you can, you know. Yeah. And she, she did a lot of homework on, mm-hmm. you know, how to create an album that actually feels like a rip to create a ripple effect yeah, in your heart. Yeah, an actual ripple effect. Yes, yeah. yeah. Okay, I have to say, she's, she's, there's a lot of science behind it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I do understand the science behind yeah. it. Okay, I'm very bad with all this. <laughs> I, I don't know, uh, physics or whatever. Yeah. But, 
you can feel the sincerity behind. Yeah. And how should, you know, as a vocalist, right, it's very important that you need to find a sweet spot between, you, you need those skills mm. to showcase. The genuineness. Know, yes. Mm. And at the same time, you need to really go into the music itself. Mm. And I think she found a very, very nice balance. And this is what the judges shared. You know, she found the right balance. And this is so hard. Yes. Yes. I think for me, like when I was listening to through through that category as well, I wasn't I was going very fast. I was going through all the songs, but when I came to hers, I just stopped. I was like, oh my goodness, like this is something that I've never heard before. And even though, you know, it might not be like the kind of music that I personally feel, oh, this is the kind of music I'm drawn to, for some reason, I just feel very, very drawn to this album. Like it just stood out amongst the rest. But I mean, in terms of saying like it's an unconventional choice, I think not necessarily for the judges because they are all probably like experts in this field and they know her story but for other people you know listeners or like people who watch the FMA every year maybe they have no idea who she is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you are of the younger generation. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. If you miss her days when she was still in a group called Jing Wu Yue Tuan, okay. if you know her back from those days, you I oh, don't actually. Yeah. <laughs> that was back in 2011. And yeah. that time she was already in FMA's best new group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, Trump just has passed. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I think that's the thing about FMA. Like, you have captured so much of Mandarin pop history. Yeah. Like, in the 16 years that you guys have been active. And I think it's I think it's amazing. Um, and I also wanted to touch quickly on your choice for best male artist, which I also... <laughs> I also... <laughs> Yeah, I completely 100% like agree. I mean, I have been a huge supporter of Kumachan for the longest time, ever since his debut. I feel like even though he is someone who is very rational, like he's very, very, very smart. But sometimes when you are too smart with your music, right, and your lyrics, you isolate yourself from other people. But I feel like he is someone who manages to find that balance between like the rational, like the logic and like the high concept kind of ideas that he's trying to put into his music and makes it relatable and makes it like really dynamic, like really hits you in the chest. You're like, oh, what did I just feel, right? 100% agree. And I think the most important factor is for those, quite a number of judges actually, they say, I don't really listen to hip hop. Mm. But because of this album, because of how he presented, now I'm totally a fan. Yes. Well, you're able to engage another group of audience. I think that's very important. Yes, exactly. Fan, fan girl, fan boy. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to talk about piss pee people. You know, that day on FMA, right? Because we were doing the ceremony, right? You, you get to hear snippets of yep. the song, right? <laughs> there was the last song yes. of that category. Like, and then people were laughing. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's very important. Help. You yeah. can't help but react. And I think that hook is actually so ingenious. Yes. Like, it's, like, so childish. Like, so ridiculous to the point where, like, you have to love it. Yes, yeah. And I think it's completely, like, a reflection of Singapore's music scene in a different light. It doesn't have to be intellectual. It can just be fun. And I think that it really reflects our sense of humour. Yes, yeah. yeah. And, you know, we need to come out with the judges' report, Mm -hmm. you know. So, actually, (laughs) I was trying to collate all the comments from uh, all the judges. So, this album, okay, was received quite a lot of very positive comments. Mm. And it came from, not from Singapore judges, actually Mm. mainly from Malaysia and Taiwanese judges. Mm. Because they find it, oh my God, I can't imagine there's such an album that's so fun. And it came from Singapore. And then from the Malaysia one, right? It's very interesting. (laughs) Wow. I'm totally... Because I think they also can speak from Malaysia. Yes. Like, 
Yes, so they, they feel it resonates with them. Yes, right? he's really a genius, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, the book is good and it's fun. This local culture thing, right? You know, mm. a lot of times we talk, ah, we hope something of yeah. local culture album, yeah. but somehow for this many years, right, I couldn't yeah. find one. Yeah, exactly. This album up here. I think yes. this is closest to yes. what they're really hoping for. I, I also 100% agree with that. I think we talked about this before as well. Like, it doesn't have to be something intellectual. It doesn't yeah. have to be something like so high class that it like beats the rest of them. Like, if we can just be fun you know Singapore actually I read somewhere that like Singapore even though like it's quite a high pressure environment we live in but Singapore is one of the happiest countries in Asia oh. yeah on the happiness reports okay. you can go look it up okay. but I was like that is, I really feel that's representative of our culture because even though like we do live in quite a stressful environment, it's not to say, okay, yes, the quality of life is okay, but it's not like the best, right? And then the it's very expensive, like children are very stressed in schools, yeah. there's a lot of like pressure to do well and like the kiasu culture and yeah. everything. But I was like, why are we so happy? <laughs> yeah, definitely you need to find you know? ways to Yeah, to, to, and to I think it's how Singaporeans find their unique ways to find, make light. Yeah. of different situations and I think one of those ways is definitely the internet yes. so I think the name of this album Singapore Shippo Status is very like very iconic yeah. yeah and that's why you chose it as your regional album right? yeah I got to pick this man because mm-hmm. I I mean we are on a local radio st- yes. <laughs> anyway right yes. I wanted to also talk about best regional voice what do you call best rising voice the rising star rising the star album, yeah. rising star okay actually I really really like this album um, by Soft Soft Below And you pick them as like your best rising star for the region. I think there's something very interesting about it for me because I know they are not necessarily unique in the style of music that they're putting out. Because you have like it's very Taiwan indie band kind of sound. And there's bands like The Chairs that you can definitely hear the influence or like someone like Sunset Rollercoaster who does more like soft kind of music. But what do you think makes Soft Soft Below like stand out? If you just listen to Philosophy, okay, I would say that song uh, has nice hook mm-hmm. of course nice hook is not enough to get mm. you to be you know the, the frontliners okay mm-hmm. there's something about this album the last track um, in Chinese it's called Mei Mong Zhong Li Chu mm. so actually that track it's about you know passing away mm. you know in a more beautiful mm. way and the instruments that's used inside they are more you, you, you know you go when the wake before right? <laughs> you know the kind yes. of instrumentation that yes, you know, yes you know, the, the kind of like yeah. the, the trumpet etc yeah so we say that oh wake Right, our girl tie, right? They have some because they're all closely linked, yeah. you know, the kind of the, the bands. Girl tie culture, yes, and, like the wigs, because you need to like make noise to like make sure they go to the yeah, outside. something like that. Yes, and in that song, you can hear bits and pieces of that. Mm. So that's uh, and it's a more regional, it's more of a Singapore Malaysia sounding kind, it's not the mm. Taiwan sounding kind, yes. So I think that's very important. So mm. inside that album, there, there are such tracks, mm-hmm. okay. So this is going to be a differentiator. So if they continue to go on these routes, yeah. explore all these elements. Actually, in fact, some of the judges also pointed out they want to hear more yeah. local kind of yeah. instruments or sound inside. Mm-hmm. If they are continue to be on this one, because they already started on this, mm-hmm. I think they can be a band that you know that can really stand flourish up. and really wow. stand out. Okay, yeah. that is a very very interesting point. You know, you pick this for your best band award, and the chairs they have been around for at least three albums now at this time. Why do you feel like they stood up for this award, and how have they evolved over time? I think one of the main reasons is you really see how they grow over these years. Mm. You know, if you go back to the first album, right? Very folk. Mm. Yeah, just folk. It's very one dimension. Not in a bad way. Yeah, like, it's, it's very nice. It's very sweet. It's, it's a very super nice album. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's quite one dimension. Yeah. 
So we, we get to see that how they groom all these years. Of course, the, the other bears also grown a lot. But I think the chance because yeah, we can see how they started and then now they are able to come up with things that are a bit more complex, yes, more complexity. But and most importantly, I think they have really found their sound. Mm. I think that's the most important thing because eventually you can do a lot of different things, different genres. But if you cannot come up with a sound that ah, this is them, them, yeah, then you're not gonna get anywhere. Yeah, yeah. So I think by now this album because I think for the past album, mm. I think they are still somewhere there, somewhere. Mm. I think. At this album, I think more or less, ah, I think this is their sound already. Ah, yeah, I, I mean, sometimes it just takes time, right? Yes, like, yeah. over time, like, as they perform more and they have more experience, they'll find their sound. But, yeah, I, I totally agree. Because I know when the chairs first came out, why they are considered, like, somewhat interesting is there's, you know, you can put in bullet points. Right, because they sing in Hokkien, they sing in Japanese, oh, they sing in Chinese, they sing in English, and then they have that, like, sweet, very cute sound, which I think not a lot of indie bands had at that time. At that time, yes. Yes, but now they have kind of put everything together and made it into something bigger than just a few dot points on yeah. paper. It's really like them telling a story. Yeah. Um, I also wanted to talk about your pick for best vocal group. So you picked a rap group <laughs> called Huang Chi Yeah. Yellow Chi Now, mm. I, I know that this was actually quite, I mean, quite raved about by the judges. I personally, I don't understand why. <laughs> so maybe you can explain to me okay. why you mm. thought that their album, uh, their eponymous debut album was like... Okay. Really great. Yeah, their debut album, their last, also their last album. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yellow is oh, it's more of like a... a what do you say? Uh, it's, it's just a bunch of people. Right. Like, I think They're that, not trying to do something big. Yeah, like 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 20 over people. Okay. They yeah. just pick different people and then form into this yellow hippie. Of course there are a few more core members. Like. Mm-hmm. So they are crazy people. Okay. Mm-hmm. They are just very crazy. <laughs> you listen to the album, right? You, if you listen it on a CD, right, you will thought that you're this uh, okay, you're from this man era, right? You thought you're this your yeah, oh, and yes. the anti-shop yes. feature yeah, 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 got yeah. Went to some some yeah. some some gaming. It's not yeah. working, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or you thought, hey, is it my Bluetooth disconnected? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, There were moments. Then you were like, no, if this was what they were trying to do, yes. and then there were a lot of very bad singing, yeah. <laughs> like awful yeah. singing, like just yelling. Yeah, yelling, and and you can say it's noise, and <laughs> but if you understand what that track wants to do mm. and everything, how they how they try to make this into an album mm. of crazy ideas. Yeah. Okay. If only one or two tracks is crazy, right? Then you'll find that sometimes it's not complete. But because the whole album is crazy enough, because you just go crazy and crazy yeah. and crazy, then I, uh, I I managed to buy in what mm. they're trying to do. Like They're okay. just trying to play. play. Yeah. They want to break all the boundaries. Yeah. And then I think... Uh, I mean, they are sometimes a bit too awful for me as well. It's like, what the... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's super experimental. Yes. Yeah. But you know, after you listen to so many albums, right? Yeah. <laughs> this album is going to wake you up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. In a good or bad way, lah. Yeah, yeah, in a good or bad way, yeah. it stands out. Yes. For sure. At least they have done something. Yeah. And I think it's important to have this kind of spirit. Yeah. yeah. I do think it's very interesting, like um what you mentioned about that uh, the 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 disc like stuttering or whatever it is like how they managed to replicate that because it's bringing you really immersing into that yeah. like who oh, is this person yelling at me at like 10pm at night you know that kind yeah. of feeling um, but okay I will I don't know if I will go and listen again <laughs> maybe not at night maybe like you can I- try it during commute when you're commuting <laughs> okay yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. I think that was commuting and and yeah when something get commuting gets too boring okay yeah. you just need something to wake you up before yeah, yeah before you go to work <laughs> 
Yes. Go to work full of rage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for those who aren't aware, Fresh Music Awards actually doesn't require any nomination process. You and the team, like you just like go, I don't know how you guys do it, like Google notifications or whatever. You just scour the interwebs for like the best music in the region. You put together a shortlist and you like present it to the judges. So I want to know from your perspective, because you always shortlist and then you stay behind the scenes, you let the judges speak, right? But for you, what are you looking for in the artists and like the bands that you shortlist every year? I'm not the main person when it comes to doing okay. the, to listening to all, everything, okay? Mm. So there's someone who is behind to come up with the full list of all the releases last year. Mm. So like, let's say for, for, for this year's FMA, mm-hmm. he listened to over 900 albums and piece and if you calculate in terms of singles, right, yeah. there's over 8,000 songs. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And then uh, he's the first barrier to go through because if he doesn't give you a positive score of yeah. six and above, yeah. it will not reach us. Okay, oh, so we, we are the second liner. Okay. So we, after you reach me and the, the rest of the team, yeah. okay, we all go through, you know, by that time, you know, 800, 900 albums, right? Reach us, you take away half of it. Yeah. So the half of those remaining ones, we'll start to keep them the scoring as well. And what matters, because once you, you need to listen to a lot yes. of albums, right? Yes. You need to you share about standouts. Yeah. So how yeah. do, do you really stand, stand out? Okay, there are three types. Mm. One type is you try to do something that's really different, mm-hmm. that's maybe against the trend or with the trend, whatever that is, yeah. and you really do it well mm-hmm. and genuine with sincerity. Mm. You know that this is not something I'm just trying to replicate. Yeah. You can yeah. hear the sincerity. This, type, this is the first type. The second type is you do excellent pop. Because, mm-hmm. okay, a lot of times people find French music awards as, okay, y'all don't like pop. Yeah. No, we have a lot of, yes. we have enough pop albums inside, okay? But you need to be excellent, mm. okay? And then the third type that we are looking for is, you know, people who are caught in the middle ground, mm. okay? Now, this one is a bit unique mm. because the rest, right, we don't really need to know the names. You just mm. using our ears is going to give you the answers. Yeah. But this one caught in the middle ground, you need to know who these people are. They did really great stuff, but somehow because due to their positioning in the music, industry, yeah. right? They, they can't go into the thing yeah, or yeah, yeah, not yeah, yeah. they can't get yeah. anywhere. So they're kind of like pop, but yeah. like not fully like, you know, the best like like diva standard yeah, or something yes. like that. So they will never get that kind of recognition. Yes. But at the same time, you just feel like there's something there. There's something there and mm. they need this kind of a pat on the shoulder. Mm. Yeah. So these three types are the ones that we're really looking for. Yeah. Mm, you are very very focused on supporting I don't think it's necessarily to say supporting independent culture only but I think it's really about you are really there to support like artists yes like really there to support artists and you do so with a lot of sincerity but also a lot of when you give critics it has like <laughs> yeah. there's justification yeah. right and when you it's very hard to do that you know like I don't think that's something that I'm very good at doing like giving very like negative things because I feel very like you know I'm supposed to be here to support the musicians right but I feel that you guys do so with a lot of sincerity with a lot of thought and a lot of heart and I think that's what like puts you guys like apart from like other kinds of we are still learning on that la, because we yeah, did la, get into some trouble la, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but I'm like yeah. oh you guys are like super like the amount of music you listen to and like the expertise that you have in like reviewing your albums like you can tell that you guys have been like doing this like fully like in Chinese like you know just really focused on doing this for so many years and it really shows not everyone can do something like what you guys are doing oh <laughs> always making you not cry <laughs> yeah I do 
shall not cry on podcast already. No, 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 don't <laughs> cry. Yeah, but anyway, I also wanted to talk about your last pick, which was for the Tama Award. Yeah. It was Lucy, yeah. an artist that I really love. Mm. I was rooting for her so, so hard. For every, for, for the Fresh Music Awards, the, also for the, the GMAs, like the yeah. Golden Melody Awards. Again, like, she's someone that stands out for me. Like, I've yeah. never heard anyone like her. Okay, so for Lucy, I, I think when you present this album to anybody, I don't, if you don't let them know any background, mm. I don't think they'll, you know, the first thought is, oh, this is a Taiwanese singer. Mm. I don't think so, okay? Although there are Chinese lyrics mm. inside. I think the sound that she has created, you know, Taiwan indie artists, yeah. right? There's a, a certain sound. sound. They have a sound. Yeah. Yes. It's and like ching, a bit ching-sing or like yeah. a bit like, you know, um, not lo-fi, but like... Yeah, yeah there's yeah, a yeah, yeah. just a few, there's a few certain patterns, yes. okay? And you know, you know, ah, even in the be. even in the way that they like pronounce the yes. words, everything, yeah. the kind of like melodies that they write with a bit like ballad, but like yeah, and yeah, even the, how, how they produce, you yeah. know, you can recognize. But Lucy, no, this yeah. yeah, I think this is something that is really interesting. You can really put her on any part yeah. of the world, yeah. and people will find her eh, interesting. Hey, eh? good melody hook. And this, all these melody lines is not something that's very Chinese yes. title. It's not a mento. It's completely yes. out of the box. It's like, where is the box? The box is not here. So that's, that's why. So, I, I, so if, if she was an artist that come from, came from the Western countries, maybe it's not easy, that easy for her to stand out. But if someone coming from Asia, oh, mm. I think she has a good chance. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, I think it's... For me nowadays, like you know, I I work in Singapore. I don't yeah. listen to as much Chinese music as before, and I'm for me, I think it's also as Asian Pop Weekly, we have to like find the balance. Like we have to support artists across Asia, mm. but we are supporting artists across Asia that we feel that overseas audiences might like, yes. might resonate with. Yep. Right. So for me, this was immediately like. Oh, I think that she will be such a good representative of like Taiwanese music and what it can do outside of what people expect. Because yeah. like for example, like someone like I don't know, like Gao Yuan, like mm. accused by yeah. if you are not a fan of Mandarin pop music yeah. or indie music, mm. I don't think you would like their yeah. song. I don't think it would resonate with you. Yeah. Someone like No Party for Tao Tong, mm. I don't think that it will resonate with you. Yeah, well. if you're not yeah. Um, native Chinese speakers. Yes. It's not going to be easy. Yes, yeah. yes. So it's a completely different like demographic that we're reaching out to. Very And it's very rare that an artist, like a new artist catches our eye like that. But I love, I love yeah. Lucy. I love Lucy. Thank you so much to Yunan for being on our show. Finally, you are here. Thank you, Joseph, for yeah. having me. Thank you. My for... first time doing this. Oh, it's in English. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for sharing all of your pics with us. And I'm so honored to be the first one. Oh, yeah. oh thank you so much. Thank you. Hey, guys, it's Joseph from Asian Pop Weekly. You're listening to Everywhere and Nowhere.